and good morning. I'm your friend Scotty Ray, along with Odie, and off to the races we go. It is Wednesday. It is hump day. We made it again. Yes, we did. Halfway there. Or close to it. Almost. About noon we'll be happy. <laughs> We're close enough to call it there. So glad to be here. Again, it's, it's church yeah. night for a lot of folks. And the next big thing that's happened today is the final day of deer season. Ain't a, ain't a personal lie. They ain't want to be out there. They didn't make me mad enough again this year to... <laughs> of course, I hadn't had time with everything going on. Greg's been. Yeah, he's been our our, uh, our source for meat, and he ain't brought me anything this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we don't have to rely on him to feed us. He sort of has a habit of missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said the deer laughed at him. <laughs> you know, a few years ago, do y'all remember when we had that state law where you had to use those 444s? Those 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 guns that were just basically there to sell till they ran out of the market before they changed the law. Yeah. Anyway, I had one of them, and I had a I had a, um, a Leopold on it, and I think I shot the thing four or five times, and I had a eight point walk out. I put it out there, and it's like a cannon going off, boom, <laughs> and the smoke cleared, and he was still there. So I pulled another shell in, boom, and he looked at me again three times. It had rattled and broke the scope. That thing kicked so bad. I've yet to send it back to Leopold. Still mad. And depending upon what side of the tracks that you live on, you either call it Leopold or Loophole. It depends upon yep. who you are. It's always been Leopold and my... Where you come from. Yeah, my circles. <laughs> All right, let, let's talk about what went on yesterday because mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of people concerned over where's the money, where's the beef. As we got... And it, it, was, uh, it was a long meeting. As we went to the city council meeting in downtown, let me show you, show you pictures here. You'll even see Ken Rainey hiding in a few of these pictures as we go here to City Hall. This is third floor as you're walking in there. Uh, this is them getting ready to kick the meeting off. I took several pictures there. Big crowd turned up you, for these. You know, just for, I guess this was a work session. Just it was. for them coming together for that, there was a lot of people that showed up. and. Rightfully show, I, I think that's great to see that many people show up. It is. And, and let me tell you what I took away from it. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. The Jimmy Rogers uh, was denied the money that they asked for for the festival this year. When Did you they get, vote? Uh, uh, which one? Yesterday? No. Yeah. There was no vote. And I'm not sure that there's going to be a vote. As you get down to this, as they asked, last year they got 20000 The year before that, they got $30,000 from the city to hold the festival. Well, when they sat down, I have to say Jimmy Rogers did a great job of presenting yesterday. Problem was, is the council says, well, you didn't turn it in on time, is why it's denied. Uh, it was well. due in July. They turned it in. No, it was due in August, and they turned it in in September, I think is what was said. So that automatically kicks it out. One of the council members, I think Davis, made the comment that if we go back and vote on this again, then we've got to do it for 70 other people. Now, the council never said that they would not go back and vote and reallocate the money, but they didn't say they would either, as you look at this. Now, there's several ways to look at this. Uh, does the Jimmy Rogers Memorial Festival bring money into the city of Meridian? Sure it does. Yeah. You can... You can by the book, you can do it this way and teach somebody a lesson of turning your paperwork on time or you don't get it. That's one way to do it. And if you've got somebody, I agree, if you've got somebody that does this year after year that never turns something in on time, you have to go. This is the way. But you have a choice of either being Barney or Andy. And sometimes to make money, you've got to be Anthony and step back and go, I understand, but this does bring the city in some money. Now, do I know yeah. how much the Jimmy Rogers Festival brings in? I do not. Uh, I have not been so I was off the board back in I think '06 was the last time that I, I worked with it. So I don't know where the financial records are. They did a great job presenting the case. I don't think this will stop uh, the Jimmy Rogers Festival by any means. Uh, it sh it no. shouldn't. It, they should not use this as a crutch to stop. I, I saw a lot of packages that they're selling to local businesses to be a part of it while I've been out and about on the streets. So I don't think this will stop the festival. Will it hurt? Yeah, absolutely not getting the money that you had to, to pay for this and that to bring people in. Well, would they get benefits of, okay, so this is going to go on downtown. So we're going to be putting up fences. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have to uh, bring in our city workers to... Uh, put the barrels out to close the roads. Police. Uh, we've got police that's going to do security and all that. So are we going to do this as in-kind work where, look, the city says, look, we're not funding you your $20,000, but we will 
uh, provide the these services at no equipment charge and all that, and not not cost you anything on that. Uh, so I guess there's not enough information that's pushed out on either side, the city side or the uh, Jimmy Rogers side, to to figure out exactly where that twenty thousand dollars was being spent, and uh, is the city just saying no, we're not giving you a dime, and that means zero nothing. Or are they going to support them with this other? Which they uh, didn't. Section. There was a lot of things just left unsaid. Um, so that's that's what happened yesterday. I thought we'd update you on that first thing. There's a lot of comments wanting to know what went on behind closed doors. And they did they did throw that executive session as soon as it started. Everybody got thrown out after we'd sat down. It took us 40 <laughs> minutes to get in there. <laughs> then we had to go in the hall. And go does huddle. it? And let me let me just say this: Does that make people leave? It sure does, because they got other things they have to do. I, you know, I missed three meetings because I was there. It, it's, it's I, I, I couldn't leave though. You had to stay and find out what happened. That was by design. <laughs> a lot of people said that in the hallway. Uh, uh, yeah, was that said? Can I'm I prove sure that? Absolutely, I cannot. Jimmy was there. Saw him. He smiled. That's well, that's good. good. Did yeah. he talk to you? No, we didn't have a chance. It was kind of quiet, and everybody would have heard our. You know, last time he saw us, he brought us a trophy. He sure did. <laughs> That Christmas parade, yeah, boy. But uh, I was glad I was there. It, uh, it it was good to know all of that. Uh, coming up, we we've got a special guest. Oh wow. man, yeah. We've heard of uh, the things that happen in our, our our government in the state of Mississippi. Seems like it's way off, but it's really not. When you break it down, you get to talk to the people that run our government. We got the state treasurer here, David McCray. We're going to learn a lot of things. What goes on? in Jackson, Mississippi. And it does affect every single one of you that's watching. Well, I tell you, you know, this preparing in advance, I'm dealing with that right now with my mother of preparing in advance and the benefit that that's, that's bringing us. Also with your kids, prepare them for college, not just their mind, but prepare them with financial assistance. That's right. And you can start that now. So... And I want to say um, cheaper. a thank you uh, to you, Odie. I, I, last night, I had a chance to go to Philadelphia, Mississippi. Uh, a person that I've known all my life passed away. And uh, this was about six months ago. Her daughter made a call to me, and she said that her, her mother's wish, and she was in good health, said that uh, when she passed away, she wanted you and I to be pallbearers at her funeral. Yeah. And she passed away this week, and uh, I went up, we're going today to take part of her ceremony, her her life. And I, I want to say thank you. The family wanted to pass along thank yous. You never met her. But I'm going to tell you, she was a great lady, and uh, I appreciate you doing that. They're, they're excited that you're going to take part of her life. You know, when somebody asks something like that, you, you don't say no. Oh, uh, of course not. That's it, a, it's, it's an honor that somebody would think of you that much. Exactly. And, uh, and I am honored to, uh, to be included in that. Uh, so thank you all for that. Thank you for the kind words, and thank you for including me in uh, this part of your, your life. Now, I also need to address this before we go to commercials and come back with David. There was a sighting last night there's, of a naked man in Meridian, again. Again. But this is not the original naked man. This is oh. a, uh, a makeup naked man. This is a wannabe. This is a wannabe. He was running down the halls of a, uh, an apartment complex, completely buck naked with a smile. So he's just streaking. He was streaking. <laughs> Police were called. They handled the situation. But it was, not, it was not naked man. <laughs> Naked man does it on which the y'all, road. What y'all don't know is we've got a guy that just, eh, he does it yeah. about every other day when it's warm. Yeah. Boogie there, boogie there. Right you hadn't seen him a whole lot during this cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't see much of him in this cold That's weather. That's true. <laughs> More of the ways we begin this day with Scotty Ray and Odie. Let's put a smile on and face it together. Have you seen the selection of cars and trucks at Massey Supermart Auto Sales lately? How about a Grand Cherokee Jeep 4x4 Limited? They've got that in white and also gray. They have a like-new 2021 Wrangler Unlimited 4x4. Or maybe your family needs room. Have you checked out the Ford Expedition lately? 1023 Highway 39 Bypass, Massey Supermart Auto Sales. The low-profit dealer, Massey Supermart. For something as vital as your eyes, you should have your lenses and contacts made with the utmost care and precision. And that's what Grayson Optical does on 24th Avenue. Since 1996, Grayson Optical's mission has been to provide Meridian and surrounding areas with quality eye care products. That's why we're locally owned and operated. And don't forget, custom-made sunglasses like Costa for your eyes only. When you need to see clearly, Grayson Optical. 
2021 24th Avenue, Meridian. 601-693-6374. Meridian's favorite barbecue is Squealer's Barbecue. Name the barbecue capital for the state of Mississippi. Whether it's barbecue, wings, or burgers, Squealer's simply has the best for a family environment. Every Thursday night, there's live music out on the porch. Takeout orders are welcome, and whether it's your next tailgate or large catering event, your friends at Squealers are there to help. Drop in for lunch today or a night out on the town. Squealers Barbecue, the best in fine barbecue. And welcome back, your friend Scotty Ray, along with Odie. And as we said, we had a special guest this morning. We go to Jackson, Mississippi. Well, actually, he's here with us. Yeah. So. <laughs> At the Toyota Studios, he came all the way in. Absolutely. As we cut across the cat. Good morning, David. Uh, good morning. How y'all doing? Glad to be here. Man, so this is your second term as state treasurer. Yes, just starting my second term. But before we uh, start talking, uh, I know, Odie, I know your, your mother has had some issues and uh, – let you know that Katie, my wife, and I are thinking about you, and I know it's very difficult when uh, you know um, your mo- mother or any loved one has issues yeah. and whatnot. Um, my family's, my parents are getting up to the age where we're going to have to start worrying about that. I mean, eventually it is a soon. I appreciate and, it. Yeah. And uh, so, but I'm, we're thinking about you, and uh, hope everything works out just fine. Thank you. It is doing great. She is uh, actually smiling and loving it. So. Yeah, she, she uh, well, I went over with Odie when uh, when she checked in, and she had been there five minutes, and she had a new best friend. Come on, come on, you're going to miss the festivities. Yeah. Come with me. Well, so that's, what, that's what Southern women do. I they mean, that, do. That, that is right. just definitely it. Um, so so you, this is your second term. Second term, just started it, and um, we had a great successful first term. Um, really put in the philosophies from when my uh, from the McRae Department Store, which is my family, put those philosophies in my first term and really pushed out unclaimed property. And we can get into all that in a few minutes. But with unclaimed property, we returned $85 million to the people of Mississippi wow, in wow. four years. I'd like to try to hit 100 soon, uh, hopefully this year. And we uh, emphasize that. So that that's big. We um, kind of redid how some of our investments are done and gotten uh, the state about 250 almost 300 million dollars in investment returns over the last four years uh, refinance bonds saving the state tons and tons of money and uh, I love to get into all that but you mentioned earlier college savings we um, anyone listening that has a college savings plan especially one of the older ones who I know uh, they were afraid that it would go default uh, those plans are doing great uh, the college savings plan is up at 90 now, uh, the old one is up at like 90. 93% funded at this point. Now, you've wow. also got a program to where you, if you got a child that goes, look, I'm not necessarily wanting to go to college. I would rather go to a, a trade school. Y'all also have that set up to where that can happen, don't you? Oh, we do. We do. So, you know, um, both the college savings plans, we have two of them. We have a prepaid one, meaning that if it costs a dollar today to go to college, then it'll cost a dollar when your child is ready to go to college. And of course, the best time to buy them is when your child's first born. Yes. But that doesn't stop you from buying any of them. You can buy them at any time. Though at certain times it gets more expensive and you just have to kind of weigh the, the benefits. But back to your question, yes, both of them apply to two-year vocational training or two-year community college or four-year. And if you don't use it in the four years, uh, if you go to a four-year school, you can use it for your master's. You can use it for your Ph.D. It follows you wherever you go. And it's a good deal because I can almost I can't guarantee much in life, as you as you know, <laughs> you just you just can't. But I can almost guarantee I can always guarantee you that college will go up in cost. I mean, mm. oh yeah. And yeah. if you think about it, the Biden administration wants us as taxpayers to pay for everybody to go to college. You know, right. But here I am at the Treasury, a good Republican, a fiscal Republican that says I have a plan to save you from debt, and here it is, and how to manage your money. And the average child graduates college with $32,000 worth of debt. When I started, that's average. That's average. So up, down. Uh, when I started four years ago, it was 30000 And so just do the math. It's going to keep on going up as time goes on, as college gets more expensive. Like I said, they're going to raise it. But here we are at the Treasury. We have a good conservative fiscal way to save your uh child from debt and to well, keep them here in Mississippi. Let me ask this. So, so you got a, a newborn or maybe a, a one-year-old and you're going, I know that one day they're going to do this. What does it do? At, at that age, how much could you set aside with this program a month to save for that college education? What does it start out with on average? Well, it's um, with the second plan, with the prepaid one, you have to go because it fluctuates and based upon certain little factors. So go to the website, treasury.ms.gov, and we have it all right there. You can calculate it. Okay. And so, it, they'll do all that for you there. And if you have any other questions, they'll calculate it there and 
give you a good number. So but, it's easy to do. Oh, and, it's super easy to do. I mean, that's one thing. Um, that's one thing I wanted to make things all on the website. Uh, you go to the website, and then if you still have questions, I have people at the office who are ready to help you do that. I mean, McRae's was big in customer service, and that's what we do at the Treasury. Uh, but like with the other one, like I said, there were two, and it's more of a checking account one. It is more of a uh, you can put in as little as $25 and keep putting money in incrementally over time. So that one applies to tuition, room and board, um, food, books. Uh, if you go to vocational training, uh, can do for your supplies, things of like that. But also after 2017 uh, with Trump, he actually expanded the 529, which is the college savings program, to career training. Right. So we, though, these also apply to career training programs as well. And that's what we want to push. Um, the Mississippi Chamber of Commerce says by 2030, we want more people in the workforce. And here we are at the Treasury trying to do that. And let me ask, because I don't know the answer to this, and I'm sure other people have Where is the, the Office of Treasury in Jackson? Where does it sit? Are you near the Capitol? Is it so in that area? We are in the Woolfolk Building. We are on the west side of the Capitol. So if you're looking at the Capitol, the west side and the Woolfolk Building is right That's there. That's where we run out. We were asking what that building was. It sure is. It, it used to be yeah. the governor's office way back in the day. Uh, it has a good history. It's right now uh, under a little construction because we had a little water leak. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, so we had a little water leak. Uh, but, yes, it, it's a great building. It's one of the old Art Deco kind of buildings with uh, the flowers on the outside. So, uh, and what is the the website? Because I, I've got to admit something on this. This is this is bad that I even have to say this. But my name has been on your list for three, four, five years. I think I got one hundred and twenty dollars of unclaimed money that I hadn't gone. And back you just and got. hadn't got it yet. I, 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 you know, every year, like, well, I'm gonna do that. That I I don't. So, what do yeah. you do to to claim your money? So you go to treasury.ms.gov. Uh huh. You go to the unclaimed property section. Click there. Type in your name. And your name will pop up if it's if you have any. Right. And the average person has about two thousand dollars. So, uh, so I'd already called. So um, <laughs> and you type in your name. You fill out a couple little fields. It's really simple. You click. Uh, you finish. That's me. And it goes to us, and we'll get the money back out to you. So yeah. how long will it sit there if you don't claim it? Forever. Oh. Okay. Uh, unless it's a tax refund. And unfortunately, the tax refunds revert back to the state after a couple of years. Uh, so that can't be held. That just yeah. how it is. Uh, and I can't, unfortunately, get them back from the Department of Revenue. Once they have it, they are not willing to give it back yeah. to me. <laughs> They're yeah. testy little people. Yeah, they really are. Um, but, you know, uh, but it goes back uh, to the state. But the rest of the stuff, like your secure, most of these unclaimed property things or unclaimed money is security deposits. Uh, stock splits, stock dividends that you forgot, uh, will money from wills that you know you didn't know you had that got probated yeah. and they can't find you. Wow. Uh, occasionally, it's uh, life insurance policies, things of that nature that you just didn't know you had, or they you get lost, you move addresses because that's really and then they I always say that they don't you didn't know you have it, but it's really because you moved addresses and the company can't find you anymore. Uh, we had a, a woman who, uh, two people who, uh, estate, they died. And um, they had left money to the School for the Deaf and the Blind down at right. Jackson. And it was just a simple mistype or miswrite on the check or where it was supposed to go. And it couldn't be understood by the bank to where it went. So it just sat at the bank from their foundation after they had died um, for several, several years. And last year, we finally got a hold of it. And finally got it to the school for the deaf and the blind over there in Jackson, and that's it was its rightful owner. So it's just simple. It could be just simple little mistakes I like that. With a girl one time that her mother had an account that she didn't know about, and it was like twenty twenty five thousand dollars that was set aside, and she had no idea that it was there. Yeah, it happens. It, I mean, you know, people are shocked that oh, how could you forget that? Well, you know, things happen. I mean, life happens, and you know, it's easy. Um, you got you're so busy nowadays, and. Uh, it's easy to do that and, and not realize that time has gone by. And we're getting uh, questions about it. Let me pull this back up. This is this is the site that you can go to, and you type in your name here, right there, and then hit search, and then it would uh, it would tell whether or not that you have it or not. www.treasury.ms.gov. Treasury.ms.gov. Uh, click on unclaimed property. 
fill out your little form and uh, see if you got some cash. See if you got some cash out. And it's real simple, and you don't need a notary. Uh, That's one thing we eliminated. And uh, um, we eliminated and everything because when I was on the campaign trail on the first term, everybody had to do it by paper. Mm -hmm. And that was just, this is your money. We want to make it easy to get back to you. And so we eliminated. Uh, you can still do paper if you like paper. That's right. fine, whatever. But, but this you is get, quicker. It, but this is quicker, and you don't need a notary. If you do paper, you're going to need a notary, and it's going to take us a little bit more time to do. So, um, so if this, uh, EMEPA or a bank or something like that has some unclaimed money for your business, do they have so long before they have to turn that over to you and put in this unclaimed? fund yeah banks have to give it to us after so many years so that they are statutorily obligated to give it to us and if uh, they don't we have to go get it from them uh and request it but they must give it back to us okay. wow. learning a lot we'll be right back as we got more information coming up this morning we're going to get into find out who this guy is we got to know some personal stuff about him we're going to yeah. ask those questions next y'all stay with us we'll be right back Health Now is your locally owned medical equipment store. Every person's need is a little different, and they offer a little bit of everything from hospital beds, wheelchairs, reclining back wheelchairs, breathing treatments, CPAPs, and supplies. They even have walkers, bath products, and oxygen. And the great thing about Health Now is they offer same day service. They're open Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 30 p.m., and on call 24 7. Health Now Medical Equipment, where we treat our patients like family. If every time the wind blows, you get a little leery about a tree over your house, talk to my friends at Reed Tree Service. There's no reason to be worried about a tree crashing through your house. Mike Reed has years of experience dealing with trees. It can be as simple as having a limb removed or a tree that is just huge too close to your shop or house. It's not going to cost you anything to have Mike come out and give you an estimate. They're licensed and insured. Taking care of East Mississippi and West Alabama. Read Tree Service. Have tree, we'll travel. And welcome back, your friend Scotty Ray, along with Odie as we begin this morning. What a great day it is outside. 37 as we're waking up. Chilly. We'll get to about 57 before it's all said and done. Our special guest this morning is, of course, David McRae. You've heard the name, but I want to get more into this. Your family had McRae's department store. That's right. That was my uh, great-grandfather started it back in the early 1900s, 1902. And uh, 1902, and we had the store up until it, it was gone. So uh, You know, it was I always remembered at Christmas when you get your stuff wrapped, that little gold McRae's that went yeah, in there with a bow. That yeah. was the symbol of excellence is what that was. Yeah. Well, that was a big thing. The wrapping department was always a big thing uh, down in Jackson, for sure, and up here in Meridian. But Meridian is very special to the McRae family. Um, we were, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, we were a very tiny store when we started. We were on the opposite end of Capitol Street in Jackson, where if you had gone down to Jackson, where the Mayflower is, yes. you know, that restaurant down on the, by the train tracks, it's now a parking lot where McRae's was. Uh, and down there, and we so we were tiny. We were the blue collar store. We were the ones that did uniforms and just for the blue collar folks. Right. And that's why that's how we started. And over time, we grew and moved uh, into where it's called Westland Plaza, and then we bought a store called in Meadowbrook, and then we bought a store called Kennington's, and that let us move up uh, into Jackson and get a little bigger. But the first store we ever built by ourselves was at the mall that's no longer here in Meridian. Village oh, wow. Fair. Yeah. That's right. That was the first store we ever built on our own. The first time we I ex- didn't know that. Now we expanded out in Vicksburg because we bought Kennington's, but that was already a pre-existing store. Mm-hmm. This was our own store. And, uh, and I'm not just saying that because I'm here in Meridian, but there were two stores my dad always credits with the success of McCrae's was Mer- Meadowbrook and Jackson and Meridian because Meridian bought so much stuff. And they did so well, and they were so loyal to the McRae family and the McRae store that allowed us to expand. Because once Meridian was so successful, we were able to go into different markets, different things, and just expand to eventually be 32 stores before we sold. That was my next question there. We uh, ended up being uh, 32 stores. We were the largest, at the time, the largest privately owned, family-run department store in the country. 
Well, and let me ask this: as, as it sold, who who bought MacRays back in the day? The original buyer was a company called Profits, which is based out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, they ended up buying uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, so Saks technically. Does it when things like this happen on down the road? Does is that what happens to these family businesses? Somebody gets it and doesn't understand what really made that work. Yeah, you know when Saks owned it. Um, when Saks owned it, you could see a change, especially in North Park down in Jackson. You could see uh, Dad and Papa never wanted stuff in the middle of the aisles. They just didn't wanted it where you could walk. Walk, free walk, go shop, not be because they based that off the New York store. Like they would go up to Saks in New York or Bloomingdale's or uh, you know up in New York and research what they did, mm-hmm. and they would go up there and you just didn't want stuff. So, but then Saks wanted to put all that stuff in the middle. Dad and Paul Paul concentrated a lot on shoes and jewelry because those yeah. were big sellers, especially uh, men's suits as well. Those were always big sellers. And people, I mean, I got my first suit at McCray's. I'm sure a lot of people did. Oh, Absolutely. Did yeah, the whole department. I mean, that one whole area that you went in, was nothing but suits. and Yeah. Uh, you know, as he said look. that, you know what was running through my mind? Last time I tried to buy two... Uh, four two by fours and a sheet of plywood, and tried to go down the aisle in Lowe's. You can't, you can't get out the store. I mean, it's just, you cannot. They pile so much. Yeah, no, and yeah. so and then um, Saks ended up in two thousand and five uh, splitting. They had bought too many stores and kind of become encumbered. Uh, so they ended up splitting off and uh, selling uh, stores in the Southern District, what they called the Southern District, which was, I mean, Parisians, which is a Birmingham, Alabama-based company, and McRae's were their Southern stores. They sold those to Belks. Yeah, and Belks. And that's how you got Belks in 2005. And then Belks, for whatever reason, thought it'd be a great idea to take the McRae's name off and it and, was not. And that was it. Because people identified with it, especially in our area there. What would you yeah. say is the one thing that if you had, looking back, what, what do you miss most about not having the stores? When you wake up and it's not a part of your life anymore, what do you miss most about that? I miss, I miss, the, uh, I miss the commercials. I miss going to the commercials, seeing the commercials, seeing my name. Uh, but I miss walking around the stores. That was the most fun. I don't think I've ever really gone back into a department store to really shop. Uh, since then. Uh, I, I understand what you mean by uh, that. I don't think my dad has gone back, period. Uh, maybe once. But I, honestly, I, I, I've walked in with my wife to get some makeup for her and then walked right back out. I mean, I miss walking into the stores and knowing where everything is and knowing that it was good quality, knowing it was good stuff. And See, knowing- I would have a problem when you tell me if you face something like that, you walk in and you go, well, I wouldn't do it this way. This is the way I would do this. And it, it, it can, you know. It's well, just- you know, my family had a, we'll say, a fast food restaurant. And I grew up in that fast food restaurant. And there was parts of that 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 Daddy really focused on this particular item had to look a particular way. And it better look a particular way. And I've gone back in this place. This was, we sold it. He died 30 years ago. And then we sold it. And this particular item did not look like it's supposed to. I, I can I can see the item. It's ice cream cone. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> and some friends that was with me, I had to ask. I says, did anybody teach you how to make an ice cream cone? Yes, my manager. And I said, did anybody teach your manager how to make an ice cream cone? So my friend says, I'm not coming back with you no more. So I haven't been back in said restaurant. <laughs> So I feel your pain on that. (laughs) A lot more coming up with David as we start this day. As we reminisce there about Mac Ray's and just what a big, important part that was a part of the Meridian area, Jackson area in the state of Mississippi. we got some more questions about what goes on in the state. Plus, we got to have a little laughter in this. We're going to take a a memory lane down, uh, a walk down in this day in history next as we get this day rolling. We'll be right back. Downtown Meridian is thriving with a fresh look, and now it's getting a new neighbor. Toyota Meridian is now open under new hometown leadership. We're bringing automotive knowledge and experience home with a focus on improved customer satisfaction and all new pricing. Toyota Meridian is excited to serve the Queen City and exceed your expectations. I'm Trenard Rush, and I want to invite you to Toyota Meridian, where hometown pride drives excellence. Our local headlines are brought to you by the Rock House Gun and Pawn. 
Philadelphia Gun and Pound, located at 910 Posey Avenue, has tons of lawnmowers to choose from. A big selection of zero-turn lawnmowers, power washers, and even barbecue grills. Step inside the store and see their complete line of Liberty safes along with those Browning safes. A large selection of Louis Vuitton purses along with satin shirts and bead sets. And tons to choose from for the outdoorsman in your household. And always a great deal on any type of jewelry you're looking for. And a private lobby for pawns for your confidentiality. Philadelphia Gun and Pawn. And welcome back. I'm your friend Scotty Ray along with Odie, and we do hope your morning is going well there. Let's take a little yeah. quick break here and talk about a few things that happened in history. Then we'll get back to uh, some state stuff of what's going on in the state of Mississippi. As we brought up one day this week, I forget what day it was, one of the biggest influences, and it had a lot to do with the state of Mississippi, was yeah. a little company called Coca-Cola that well started over in Vicksburg. It would be this day in 1893 that the all-familiar... Well, what you see every day became reality of the trademark of Coca-Cola was patented. And, and boy, it's that's been around. Worldwide. You know, I almost wish Coca-Cola had patented the Santa Claus look because they really invented that. That that was uh, they made a it. big deal with them, you know, along with, with the polar bear. So you had the oh, polar yeah. bear and Santa Claus that, uh, that came through them. 1942, something would happen for the first time in the United States where you just couldn't get it. No matter how much money you had, it didn't matter. You couldn't get a car as production ceased on this day. Well, why? Because of the war effort. It all halted today. They had to turn all these factories into military factories to get out those Jeeps. You've seen the Jeeps that come in a box? Yes, I have. I have. I have seen that. You put them suckers together in the fly and go for it. It was 1970, and I don't know if many of you may not remember this song, but this guy was like big time in country music in 1970. He was wrote a song about, and I'm sure it probably happened to somebody, driving down a country road, and he was speeding a little bit, and he got arrested and taken to jail. And the jailer's wife, she was awful. He said that she'd scare you. She was so bad. But after a week of eating that bologna, she got to looking better. Tom T. Hall had a number one hit today oh. called A Week in a County Jail. David, I'm not sure if you remember that or not. I don't remember Tom T. Hall. Tom T. Hall. Old Tom dogs T. and watermelon I wine. I need the other two questions. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what else we had on today as we go back and look here. Let's see. It would be, it's not love, but it's not bad. Merle Haggard had a number one song in 73 as we go back to remember the hag. That was really Great country music back in the day there. Let's see here. We also, on the other side, which I never owned this, and I want to say this, but I have heard it. I was stuck in the elevator one time, and they just kept playing it. Oh, Mandy, 1975 was the number one song. Barry Manilow. Did you ever own one of those eight tracks? Uh, he ain't I don't admitting it. think so, but I'm not going to deny it. You know, I was one of those that uh, I listened to a bigger genre than you did yeah my, my world was small yeah. as we go back to 1970s and i didn't realize that etc was earl thomas conley boy he had the most number ones in country music during the 80s of anyone else yeah. but before that he was writing songs and conway twitty happened to like one of them and he goes i think i'll record that and it went number one on this date who remembers this time i've heard her more than she loves me oh if conway sings a song mm -hmm. you know it's gonna go she somewhere. had that falling out of love look it we was good. To a little bit of Conway yesterday, didn't we? This is more Odie music back in the '80s. This was, and this is one of those slow days where not a lot of things happened other than some music notes. But in '81, a group called Blondie mm. had a song. Yeah. It, do you remember "The Tide Is High"? Tide is high. Yeah, you don't remember that one. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know that kind of music. <laughs> but I do know the Bellamy Brothers and Red yeah. Girl. <laughs> Important thing right there. 1981, he was born. Wasn't this guy from Mississippi? Timberlake? Wasn't he, wasn't he from Mississippi? Mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake was born yeah, in 81. Jackson. I, I thought so. You kept up. Wasn't you a boy band? Uh, absolutely Follower. not. No, no. I, I can say I never owned any of that nor watched any of that. 1983, this would change your life because, well, the state of Mississippi would start handing out these little things that, well, they gave you speeding tickets for. Well, not speeding tickets, but tickets. And they still make a lot of money off of it. Those were invitations. Yeah. The seatbelt law went into effect. It's good. It's bad. It, and then they come out with those little cars that had the electric ones that would take your head off. You'd oh, close yeah, the door and it'd wrap around, around your head. head. Yeah. Awful, awful. As we go back to 87, I think everybody's watched this. It was on the cover of TV Guide, these three women that lived together. Yeah, we all remember them as the Golden Girls 
Grace the Cover TV Guide. That was Maybe funny. you remember that. Oh, yeah. The one you, I never watched this show. Did you? Well, now, my, my grandson watched a lot of it, so I watched it when he was at the house with it on. But David, you watch Wonder Years? Yeah, I watched it a lot. No, I watched it all the way to the end. I, it was, uh, the ending is very, uh, one of those endings where people are just like, wow, that happened. Yeah. It was just, the Wonder Years. I'm not going to say anything. I mean, it's. You don't want to spoil it. Well, I mean, it's yeah. several years down the road. I think I could, but I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know this existed, but I'm, I'm not a big cartoon watcher, but Family Guy premiered on this day back in 99. Well, so Did I, you ever watch it? I didn't watch this because I like cartoons, but the cartoons I like is like Bugs Bunny. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Daffy Duck, a uh, little bit of. That kind now, of cartoon. I That's did, good stuff. I did watch the other day for the first time, and I know it's over and done. It was huge during the day, but who was the guy that was Hank, uh, King of the Hill? Oh, I, yeah. I well, watched the first episode of that the other day. Where was it Bonehouse or what's his name that was always drinking a beer by the fan? Well, yeah, that was him. Yeah. That was him. Back in 09, <laughs> a guy named Alan Jackson had a number one song today, and it was called Country Boy, if y'all remember that. Alan, a man among men. It doesn't get any better than Allen there. This would be the year that he's gone through a lot. There's no doubt. He is a legend in his own right, but he got in a little trouble with the law today back in 13. We even got pictures to prove it. <laughs> I want to say he was in the middle of the street with no clothes on. He was. Yeah. As we go back to Randy Travis, <laughs> pleaded guilty. Police officers found him wandering around the middle of the road with a bloody nose and no clothes. Have you watched the... Yeah, I don't want to see that again. A documentary or something of that? Yeah, I don't want to see it again. Of him, well, I mean, of him acting the way he acted inside the car? Yeah, he was bad. And, of course, Randy wow. turned his life around, and then he had the stroke. So that sure did happen yeah. there. So, y'all stay close. We'll be right back as we'll bring David, Murray, uh, David McRae back. We've got some more questions about money and what's going on in the state of Mississippi. Uh, fill you in. We'll be right back with all that information. If it's crossed your mind about a new tractor, visit my friends at Freeman Tractor on Highway 494 here in Collinsville. They got any style, any size that you're looking for. And right now, you can take advantage of getting a new tractor, a trailer, and a bush hog, all for $31,000, 0% interest for 84 months. Yeah, 0% for 84 months. Also, a great service department to work on any tractor that you have. From bush hogs, discs, and tillers, see it all at Freeman Tractor, Highway 494 in Collinsville. As the seasons change, so do your clothes. And Garrett Sports Center on 8th Street has exactly what you need. Hey, Bo shirts, long and short sleeve. Also, Hulk shirts. And America's favorite brand, Carhartt. Whether you need work pants or slacks for church. And nothing lasts like a pair of Carhartt overalls. Maybe it's a set of boots that you need. From box to lacrosse, they have the boot for you. And as hunting season rolls in, they have all the camouflage you need and toboggans to boot. Garrett Sports Center. 3505 8th Street, Meridian. Have you been wanting your own building, your own shed? Speak to our friends at Bethsaida Building, 601-728-1954. Now, they can custom build you a home from a barn dominium. Maybe it's a shed that you're needing or a simple place to park your car, a garage, a camp house. Maybe you need a place to park your tractor, your motorcycle, or even that lawnmower. They can custom design whatever it is you need. Quality work, trustworthy, best state of your buildings. Speak with Drew, 601-728-1954. And welcome back. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with Odie. I got my phone started ringing off the hook yesterday and said, hey, uh, I just noticed the entire Meridian Police Department sitting across from me. What's going on? Well, as we go there to take a quick peek, yes, they were there. False alarm of what happened. At first, it That's was thought good. that maybe a robbery had taken place, but it had not. An alarm went off, and, and well, the Meridian Police Department showed up there. Well, but, you want that. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, great response by MPD. Uh, and also, mm. I want to mention this about Clark County. The sheriff was out for a stroll yesterday having his coffee, and he couldn't help but notice down in Clark County that, hey, your tag's expired. And they mm. pulled him over to talk to him about it, <laughs> and what do we got? Oh, a murder suspect. Yeah, so he gets to he gets good food from Skidmore's. Yeah, at the Barryot Hotel. 
I want to. Until what, he goes back. To did Texas. somebody spend some money and you actually start being able to see mug shots now? What's going on? I'm used to the I can't make out what their face looks like. That's pretty doggone clear. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know Harold's not taking the picture. That's absolutely well, right. <laughs> but this is one of those situations where the guy wouldn't give his identity to uh, Anthony. And Anthony says, well, you ain't going nowhere to figure out who you are. And there's a reason he was wanted. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Good job, Clark County. Absolutely. Welcome back. I'm, I'm glad you came in to talk with us this morning well, about. I'm glad I'm here. On. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing I'd like to plug, uh, we're going to be up here doing an unclaimed property event on uh, March 25th at the old, uh, where the old McGrace used to be, actually. Really? Uh, oh, wow. Bringing it back around to y'all's new center up there. And uh, we'll be here on March 25th. We've done a couple events up here in Lauderdale County. Yeah. And they've been extremely, extremely successful. A lot of people want to come out and see or just they've already filled out claims and they're just complicated and they just want to speak to a real person. And that's why we do what I call traveling road shows. I like that. And we go all around the state to do those. We've done them on the coast. We've done them up in take uh, down the coast, up in Tate County. Uh, we've done them in Vicksburg, Brandon, and they produce great results because people, uh, you know, have questions. People want to talk to a real person. Uh, sometimes it's fine to talk to them on the phone. Sometimes it's good to see them in person and with all your stuff that you have, especially if it's complicated, especially if it's mm -hmm. a wills and probate issue or a, a, a person who's been deceased. Or uh, That's one of the big questions we keep getting asked on this. Yeah, if, you know, if uh, someone has passed away and they have unclaimed money, it still goes back to the family uh, or the estate of the deceased. Uh, and they can go through your office to get that done as well. Right? That's that's right. There's just a couple more hoops. Unfortunately, you have to drop, jump through, but that's just the way you know the law works and how we do business. Yep. But uh, all you have to do generally is produce a you know you're the rightful heir to the money. You know, so you don't have a brother or sister and uh, that owed some of this money. Right. Which uh, we've run into that problem. There is a family somewhere in the state that have two sisters who uh, have money from a deceased relative. And one's waiting for the other to pass before they claim it so they can get the whole thing. So, you know. That's pretty clever. It, 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 it goes with that. Yeah. But if you, uh, if you are the rightful owner, uh, you just need to produce a death certificate uh, and some other little things. We'll take care of that, help you walk you through the process. Um, you know, we've gone all the way to accept a grave site. You know, and uh, you can to find prove. to prove the person is actually dead. Now, weren't you telling me that somebody from the Meridian area not long ago just got uh, just, a lot of money returned? Just recently, mm -hmm. uh, and when I mean recently, I mean within the last week or two, got eighty thousand dollars returned to them. I mean, and you know, you know, you know, two thousand dollars is life changing money. A hundred dollars is good money. Right. Eighty thousand is really life changing oh, yeah. money. I mean, what you can do with that, and we all know things cost more. The world, the, the country is in a, a state of inflation, high record high hyperinflation. Things are going up in price. Gas is finally going down to some extent, but the grocery store, food, milk, chicken, poultry, I mean, pork, they're all costing more, and we know they're not going to go down. You know, after all this, and the the national government has made sure to make all these things expensive. Let me ask mm -hmm. about this. Does does Mississippi have a rainy day fund? We do. We do. It's flush. It is full by uh, by sta actually by statute. It's at roughly seven hundred million dollars wow. where it sits, which is great. So uh, we try not to use it unless we have a rainy day. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is full with cash, which is actually um, one thing the Treasury is responsible for is our credit rating, and for our credit rating, meaning what we. Can borrow money at what interest rate like you go to a bank you get money you have good credit you get a better interest rate correct so mm -hmm. states is called its credit rating ours is a double a which is the highest which is very very high triple is after that but double for us is very good um we actually beat a lot of other states now what, what would qualify as a rainy day to take a little money? give me an example of what what the state could say oh we got to have some money to fix this a, a, a tornado is does that fall you know into that, i think or? it's an economic crisis you know in my mind it's an economic crisis uh 08 type situation money that if we didn't have it in cash we need to fund things of that nature uh, I know um, other governors have used it for other reasons, but, you know, it's kind of ambiguous. But it's something you just don't want to take out unless you can put it back in. And, right. let, and let me ask a hard question here. And I, me and you hadn't even discussed this, and this was long before you came along. The state of Mississippi got a whole bunch of money a few years ago. It's mm -hmm. been several years ago from the tobacco companies. All of that money's gone now, isn't it? Long gone. Long before I got here. How did, <laughs> right. And how did, how did Mississippi allow everybody to keep, 
taken from it when when we could have saved that and used it for other things? How do we as a as a state block that from happening again? Well, that was before Republicans were in charge. That was the Democrats were in charge back then. And, and reach over and, get and they just had projects. They just had things they wanted to spend it on. And um, here we are. You know, to stop that, you just uh, the governor's done a good job. Um, I do a good job of it too. It's not spending more than what we're making. You know, not going over your spending over your skis, Dude. and you know, just being making sure if you pay in cash, or that's fine. We have the cash to do it, and not doing bonds, which are at higher interest rates, where we'll right. have to spend more money mm-hmm. down the road. And you know, if we can pay for it and afford it, we do it. But if you put too much on the government credit card then you need to be able to pay back the government credit card as fast as possible. You need to run the government just like you run your house. All right, let me ask this, because I don't really answer to it, but I, I think it's a good moneymaker for the state of Mississippi. And does this flow through you, uh, the uh, the lottery? How, how much money do we bring in off this each year, and, and where does it go? So the lottery, I am on the board of the lottery. However, that does go through the Department of Revenue, but I see the numbers. Uh, the lottery, and it's in, since it's been in its inception, has always produced far more than uh, than people thought. It's gone. Uh, I think last year it was roughly over uh, 115 million in net profit. Because remember, after a certain amount, it goes to education. Before that, it goes to roads, or is it right. vice versa? I can't. Yeah, uh-huh. roads roads up to is it 80 million? Roads up to 80 in education after, right. and then the rest is profit. And then, so it has been a good money maker for the state uh, in terms, but it's not, it's in the whole scheme of things, it's not the biggest money maker for the state by, by leaps and bounds. That's corporate tax, income tax, and sales tax. Those are your three biggest money makers for the state. Yeah, but that's just a little helpful thing that uh, a little yeah, extra. I mean, yeah. You have to have revenue sources. I mean, right. you have to have another revenue source so that we can have the things we have, so we can have where well, our revenue has exceeded expectations all four years I've been in office. Uh, we're doing great as a state. We, our economy is outpacing most of every state. Our economy outpaces Great Britain. Our, you know, oh, that's, that's something. <laughs> I, you know, well, yeah. let, let me ask it since you bring that up. Wall Street, do, does the state of Mississippi invest our money in, in any of that? Uh, we, in, I'm in charge of all the investments of the state. So, I, like I said, I'm the bank. I do all that. I have a whole department that handles it. And that's where we invest. I mean, we invest. We have managers to help us with it. And then I have a in-house investment officer who oversees those managers and makes sure those managers are doing Reports back to you if they see. That's right. And if, if there's a problem or anything like that. So, yeah, we invest in what the state allows us to invest in. By statute, we can only do so much. So it's very safe stuff. Correct. Uh, like uh, bonds, some real estate, um, though we've moved out of like commercial real estate into like warehouses, which have been more profitable. We've moved uh, and then just some funds that have various sundry of things. But one thing we don't invest in is uh, ESG stuff. And that's environmental, social governance things. And that's um, we don't do that. Even yeah, though just this is a bad. Well, it's a bad deal. They don't make money. Uh, Eleven. Uh, $11 billion was pulled last year alone from ESG funds by themselves. So mm-hmm. these are companies like BlackRock are seeing money being taken away from them from investors because they don't make money. They generally, ESG funds make 30% less than a traditional investment fund. And this is what separates our state. We don't invest in things that where other states possibly do that and they don't make the money we do. Well, it's funny. Um, I, I go to a conference where there are other treasurers, and there's they're mainly conservative. Tre- they're, for the most part, there are more conservative treasurers in the country than there are liberal uh, treasurers. In fact, we outnumber them by a good margin. But there are several liberal treasurers up in the northeast part, and one is on record as saying that she handles her pension fund, and she is okay with losing money for that pension fund, even though she's investing in ESG. That wow. doesn't even make sense. No, PERS is in good Good shape. Uh, you know, if you would read, you would not think so, but I do sit on the PERS board, and, I mean, PERS is in good shape. Our investments are hitting, are doing great. I mean, over the last five years, it's made 7.78%, which, if you look at it, a hedge fund would say that's great. Um, you know, you would, could say, hey, well, the S&P's made 17.7, but if you think about it, the S&P is held up by seven companies at the moment. There's 493 other companies that aren't pulling their weight with the S&P. And so if one of those seven companies fails, the S&P is going to shoot down too. But 
PERS, yes, it's doing great. Uh, it's uh, it's underfunded, but that is for other reasons, not the investments. Uh, and this may be a loaded question. Ruben asked a question. It says, if the state income tax goes away, what offsets that? What will take the place of the state income tax? Uh, sales tax. Oh, the sales tax is really high. I'm not high in terms of what we charge. It's good. It's it's a good money maker. And so I think the legislature People would spend more money. I, if you have more money in your pocket, theoretically, you would spend more trickle down economics. Correct. Uh, um, would you increase that from seven to, say, eight uh, percent sales tax just to help generate more as you spend? it? You save money, you pay less taxes. You spend money, you pay a little bit more. Well, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. That is the, <laughs> that is the uh, legislature. That is their job. That is why they are paid the big bucks across the street from me. I will just um, I will just watch that as it comes in. So uh, they they can handle that question. But it's up to the legislature what they want to do and uh, how they do it. Uh, getting rid of the income tax, uh, personally, I I'd like to see it gone. I mean, I think everybody like a little money in their pocket, especially when it comes to grocery and gasoline tax, because those I don't care who you are, it affects everything it that we do. Yeah. It really if does. If it's delivered to your door, it depends it, upon that. It does, and I mean, you, I am of the logic people know how to spend their money better than the government does. You're right, and uh, and so if it's in your pocket, that's great. You know, you got to be cautious because you know you got to find the money somewhere else. So. You know, we got to figure. They got to figure it out. I don't. They got to figure. They got to figure. Hot potatoes, yours, not mine. Have have fun with that one. Um, But you know, I'm sure they will, and uh, they'll find a way to supplement it. But you know, with these big businesses coming in, with the Amazon facility coming in over in Madison and in Marshall with the EV plant, uh, Madison, that's a thousand jobs, and what two thousand at the other one? Two thousand, and then the the one, the Amazon one is going to be uh, what eighty thousand average jobs, and then the EV plant went up in Marshall is going to be sixty thousand average jobs which is great so getting these other big companies will attract more companies because hey they see mississippi uh, yeah. is ripe for business that will um you know that'll allow us to look at really getting rid of the income tax because we'll have a supplemental income to say hey look this is a possibility and we have seen a lot of growth in the state of mississippi and boy we certainly hope this is a trend to continue and eventually i know that as i said that the next question is going to be well how come nothing's coming why not here why not i don't have the answer to that i don't think any of us hopefully we can get it down this way and uh i've always called it mailbox money is keeping us behind (laughs) because you know the feds like to give out that free money and we've got people who don't want to work uh But we've got uh, a lot of businesses coming in. That is great. We'll be right back with David as we continue this morning here before we get out of here. We'll be right back. Is it time for a new couch? Visit Southern Accents Boutique in downtown Marion. Maybe it's a couch you're looking for, a couple of chairs, or maybe just a piece of furniture. A large selection of E-Newton has just arrived if you're looking for a bracelet. They come in all shapes and sizes. Or maybe it's just a happy you're looking for, like the Nest candles. A Kendra Scott necklace is on everybody's list this year. And if you need a little help picking out something for Valentine's Day, let the professionals help you at Southern Accents Boutique. Downtown Marion on Dale Drive. J&J Tire Muffler, located at 3428th Street, invites you by. And if you need a front-end alignment, make sure to try their new state-of-the-art alignment machine. No matter the size of your truck and car, J&J can align it. J&J also has touch-free mining, laser wheel balancing. And as always, they provide preventive maintenance, including CV axles, shocks, struts, brakes, with the largest selection of new and used tires, along with exhaust systems. Locally owned and operated since 1978 in Meridian. Patrick Allen Companies has a wide selection of garage doors that will fit your style, add value to your home, and add curb appeal to your neighborhood. Patrick Allen also has top-of-the-line energy-efficient replacement windows that will make your home look great while saving you money. We're family-owned and operated, and we take pride in our work. 5305 Highway 145 South in Meridian. For all your garage doors and replacement windows, call Patrick Allen Companies. Safety, service, satisfaction. And welcome back. I'm your friend Scotty Ray, along with Odie. Let me hit this button so you see what we look like. Here we go. They there you are. Want to. <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> uh, as we put out, three people were wanted in Neshoba County. Uh, don't be running from the law. One has been apprehended in Lauderdale County. As we pull this up, Ashley Miles has been taken into custody without incident there for Neshoba County. And again, wanted in a possession of a controlled substance. We have two other individuals that are wanted for sale of a substance. You know, we brought this up a minute ago, and I thought we'd show this picture as we look at the growth of Mississippi. Look at that. That is wonderful. New jobs coming to Mississippi with the yeah. 
the signing of an ink pen. I mm. like that. As Mississippi is starting to shape up, we do have money in the bank now. You can't beat that. Uh, of course, our treasurer with us today as we welcome him uh, back here with us today. Let me hit that button. There you are, there David. <laughs> Uh, if you're just <laughs> I mean, tuning in, David's family used to own McRae, so he's well aware of how finance works, money works, and how it takes both to make things happen. And what's good for the state is good for us locally. A lot of times so, we'll get an elected official in that has never ran a business or knows how it really works, and that's where you're different. Yeah, you know, I, I'd never worked at McRae's. I was too young, but my we had a family investment office down in jackson and i became the managing partner of that um after i went to law school and everything like that so i ran that for several years before i ran for office so understanding this world understanding finance how the investments work how to deal with wall street how to deal with new york and things of that nature actually i think helped me oh, in yeah. this job and you know, but having my father and grandfather's ideologies of how to treat people, how uh, customer service works, uh, especially you'll see that if you ever call my office with college savings or unclaimed property, you'll see that they want to get to yes for you. And the customer is always right, which were mottos of McRae's. It was. And I mean, we always want to help you. We always want to, it's, especially with uh, unclaimed property, it's your money. I mean, I don't want it. I mean. I'm sure somebody wants it, and we want to give it back to the rightful owner. So those are things. But at the same time, you know, I want to help the state. I have three young children. Uh, I had a teen, I finally had my first teenager yesterday. Uh oh. So, uh, <laughs> so how long have you been married? Uh, sixteen years. Bless you. It's, it's not going to get any better. I just want to. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> What's that old song? You still got life to go. <laughs> You're never right. Uh, just, well, even after 25 years, you're still going to be wrong. Well, I'm wrong right there. It's actually 17. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've both been married for 30 years. I mean, his all at once. Mine's been <laughs> kind of separated there. <laughs> Cumulative? Yeah. yeah. Odie's working on that. As all we look together. at how do we reach your office? Tell us that. For the, the person is out there going, well, this sounds good. I don't have a There are still a few people that don't have a computer. Uh, that don't know how to use that. Uh, so if they don't, how do they still reach you? Well, you can call our number uh, at, at the Treasury and... I don't know. have it in front of me. So, Let me see here if I can locate that. Why? I had to go and I had to go and ask that question, didn't I? Yep. We'll, we'll find that here in a minute. Does 1411 still work? <laughs> yes, it does, actually. <laughs> that I didn't know. Let's oh, see here. Man. I'm trying to get here. To, here's a, let's go back to home. Let's see here if this even shows this here. How to reach here? It's got to be here somewhere. There it is. 601-359-3538. There we go. It took us a second, but we got it. Sorry about the uh, the question there from the hip. Nothing scripted around here. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. we, uh, we don't prepare an awful lot. Well, that's it, what makes us good. Yeah, it works. I don't even remember my wife's phone number. I mean, so, yeah. You just, it's a touch of a button. I don't button. Either. Here we go. Now, y'all are going to be in Meridian, as we said, in person coming up. Is it March that you In said? March, March 25th. So we're going to be here at the old McRae's building where, uh, where it was at the mall, and we're going to be here, and we want to help you get your money back, um, get what's rightfully yours. I mean, unclaimed property is such a big uh, part of people's lives. It changes people's lives. It helps local economy. And uh, actually, tomorrow is National Unclaimed Property Day. So wow. we'll be pushing that on our uh, Facebook and Twitter. We'll and share that, that also. And I appreciate that and uh, for people to do. So, you know, having a little extra money in your pocket. I mean, I put on a winter coat the other day, found $20, was more excited than I've ever been. So, you know, here we are. <laughs> But uh, just and the other thing, um, uh, just because you don't have money today doesn't mean it's not going to be there tomorrow. We constantly get new money in. In fact, uh, I was down and I actually I look for my own unclaimed money periodically just because I like to make sure the system still works. Right. And um, I look back in August and I had nothing. And uh, <laughs> I was down in Wiggins uh, speaking to some people and somebody just typed it in on their phone and goes, David, did you realize you had unclaimed property money? And this was a week ago. And I'm like. No, I didn't. So, you know, you just don't know what you have, and uh, you never know. If it's just not there today, it may be there tomorrow. Check it out. Uh, that's uh, pretty good. Uh, you know, at least every quarter or something, throw it on there and check it out. <laughs> I want to dig yeah. back into mine later. We can't thank you enough for coming in this morning and talking with us as we see Mississippi uh, in the green, as as we'd say, money in the bank. That It, it can't be any better than that. Yeah. It really it, it can't be. We are at, um, the, this is the best we have ever been since 1994. 
and wow. when I was 14 years old. So uh, <laughs> 1994, and uh, we have money in the bank. Our revenue is high. Our rainy day fund is doing great. People want to buy our bonds. People want to invest in Mississippi. We are exceeding expectations left and right, and it's from good Republican leadership. Man, that is awesome. And, yeah, we definitely can't thank you enough for coming in and talking about, you know, unclaimed property, being prepared for uh, school, uh, having that money set back so when your kids come out, they're not already in debt the day they graduate. Uh, I think that's that's an awesome uh, program that y'all have got. Uh, there at the state it really is a big thing and you know the big thing we always keep hearing of and state government and i think here as well is you know the brain drain we want people to stay in mississippi and if we get we're getting these jobs like at the ev plant where they'll need people at the amazon facility where they'll need people as well a lot of people and then more businesses will come but it starts with a good college education whether that's a two-year vocational or four-year and we want kids to stay here in Mississippi. I mean, I, want, I know I want my kids to stay here in Mississippi. I'd like to see my grandchildren one day. And, yeah. you know, and you, don't, you can't blame anyone for leaving if there's no jobs here. That's correct. Yep. I mean, you can't blame them for going to Dallas, New Orleans, Nashville, you know, Birmingham, because they, they want to work. They, they went to school. They got, they got educated here. And, you know, it, it's sad. I mean, we're training other people's brilliant. We're training brilliant people and giving them to other people. Give so them we to need to states. keep them here. We want to keep them here. And the first step is getting these great jobs from Amazon and the EV and Packer and Daimler up in Marshall. And then more definitely going to come. Yep. Man, be, hopefully awesome. we'll get a tire. David, we can't thank you enough. Well, I appreciate it. Look forward to coming back sometime. Folks, again, that's uh, David McRae. He is the treasurer of the great state of Mississippi. We couldn't be more happy for him to be here. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll get yeah. a big day planned for today as we'll track down all the headlines, news, things that happen in the area. Keep you up to date and talk about preparing for the future. One way to prepare for the future is to put Jesus Christ in your heart and have a relationship with him. He can give you the best life you could ever have, everlasting life. And there's only one way to do that, and that's through his son, Jesus Christ. Thank you all for being with us. We love you all. Enjoy being with you all, and we'll see you in 23 hours. Have a good day. The Scotty Ray Report is brought to you by our following partners.